Welcome, everybody, to our call. Um, Jeff Armbruster here. Uh, we are at uh, 9.31, and we are going to get rocking and rolling here. We want to keep uh, true to our 30-minute format and welcome you all to the call. It is the 7th of March, 2013. Can't believe we're already uh, well into our way to spring here, and we got a lot of things, good things coming up. Um, I, I wanted to get right into it here and welcome our guest speaker. Um, Mark, how many diamonds are you? I'm a nine-star. Nine-star diamond and founding coach, uh, Mark Briggs. Welcome, Jason. How are you, buddy? Good, good. Good to have Mark on. Yep, yep. we got nine-star diamond, Mark Briggs. And Mark has been someone that I have been watching uh, coaching and fitness since the very start. I can remember, I don't know if you remember it, Mark, me asking you some questions probably two and a half, three years ago. And I remember something very vividly that's always stuck with me and you making a comment to me that I was considered one of these leaders now and, you know, the, the questions and the stuff would, would be coming my way as well and it's always stuck with me. And it's something that really helped me kind of look at myself as a leader and helped me take the reins of my team. So I've always appreciated your candor and your words from that. Do you remember that? I do remember that. It's a, yeah, that was probably like two a and a half years ago, now. two years ago now, and it's something that's always really stuck with me and I've always appreciated that. Mark, you've been someone that I've really um, followed, and like I said, fitness-wise, you know, even from the in, in addition to coaching, someone that I've always mentored. And I know Jason and I would love to hear a little bit about you know your journey here with Beachbody from both a fitness and a coaching perspective. Jason, anything you want to add? No, I mean I always tell people when they ask about um, Beachbody, I'm like. And Mark's name comes up. I'm like, you know, arguably the most successful coach, or I mean, a customer from the company. You know, because he just started out with as a customer as everybody else did, but has gone to so much success through being in the videos and you know with the business. So, just a great asset to have on the call. And um, I'm always excited to learn, you know, not only what he's done, but what he's currently doing for his fitness, because it seems like he's always on the cutting edge. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I work out with Mark once a week. Just about every Tuesday or Wednesday, we do Interval X. That's one of my favorite workouts to this day. For those of you on the call that don't know, Mark Briggs and Tracy Morrow are teamed up with Tony Horton in the P90X Plus series. So if you have P90X Plus, you are working out with our guest speaker every single week. So, Mark, man, inspire us. Well, first off, uh, Jeff and... uh and, Puck, thanks for having me on the call, guys. I really am truly honored to be here with you guys tonight. And for those of you that uh, have the fortune of being signed up under these two gentlemen, I'll tell you, there are not two finer leaders within the organization than what you have here. They they get what the company is about. They get what the business is about. And they're living examples of, of how to do it right. So thank you again for having me on. A um, little bit about my story for those that aren't familiar. I was a uh, Beachbody customer I came on in 2002. Um, at that time in my life, I was working full-time as a cop, and like most cops, I had fallen into the habit of driving around and stopping at the local stop-and-robs or gas stations and loading up on coffee and junk food. And, and uh, you know, after years and years of doing that to the body, it, it kind of fell into ill repair. And uh, around that same time, I happened to be going through a divorce, so I was at an all-time low in my life. And on comes this commercial for Power 90 and this guy named Tony Horton. I vividly remember he's standing on the beach in Hawaii and his shirt's taped to his chest, and he's talking about this program. And I really 
you know, I figured, you know, what the heck, you know, my uh, my fitness had had kind of plateaued, I guess you could say, and uh, I needed I needed something different. I needed something that I could take all this negative energy that I had in my life and pour it into something positive. So, long story made good. I ordered Power 90. Uh, I dropped 40 pounds in, in 90 days, despite really not locking into the diet, which at that time for me it meant less frozen pizza and a little bit less beer. And, um, you know, I really felt and experienced the change that I believed in. So I got done with that, kind of went back to my old ways of working out and uh, put on about 10 pounds the wrong way. And then on comes this infomercial for a program called Slim and Six. So I watched it all the way through and it got to the very end and I remembered seeing this thing from Beachbody. I'm like, hey, that's that same company that Power 90 was from. Looks like a chick workout, but what the heck, I'll try it anyways. How hard can it be, right? And, uh, and then I experienced not being able to walk for the first three days. But something was different the second time, and that was that I paid attention to this thing they had then called the message boards. Um, I really locked in and, and kind of got involved in the Beachbody community, and I really paid attention and locked in on my diet. And the difference this time was with that community support and with following the diet plan, I dropped 30 pounds in six weeks, which was kind of crazy at the time. But Again, I poured my energy into it, and this is where coaching really, really began for me was during Slim and Six. So, in fact, had it not been for the members of the Beachbody community encouraging me to send in my pictures and my story, I wasn't going to do it. But I did, and ultimately I ended up getting invited to come out to Hollywood to do an infomercial with Debbie Siebers, and that was the first time I met our CEO, Carl uh, Deichler, and our president, John Congdon. And these guys just truly impressed me as being down-to-earth, regular guys, they treated us like kings and queens the whole time we were out there that whole week. And the last night we were there, um, we had this giant party. It was on a rooftop in L.A. And in walks Tony Horton. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I, I've got to talk to this guy. This is the guy that really changed my life in fitness, and fitness, and it kind of turned things around for me. I went up and introduced myself, and we just kind of had those goofy personalities that clicked, and we ended up hanging out. Uh, talking the rest of the evening, and there was a, a group of four of us there. Tony ended up giving us a ride back to our hotel in his SUV, and as we're sitting there in the in the lobby together talking, he broke down this new program that they had just finished the test group for, and it was a program called P90X. So he actually ran us through Ab Ripper X right there in the lobby, and that was it, man. I was hooked. I I I left uh, Hollywood. I came I came back home. I absolutely immersed myself. I bought Hawala Kakino and. Um, great body guaranteed and uh, the slim series and I was just chomping at the bit to get into more stuff with Beachbody when P90X was finally released I was fortunate enough to be one of the first 100 customers that that did the program it was um, there was 100 of us all together they actually overnighted it to us on a Friday so we got it Saturday morning and everybody started it on the same day and I ended up having sick results with that program and uh you know, I, I sent in my before and afters, and I was in the first customer uh, infomercial for P90X. And um, during this time, too, I kind of started going to some of Tony's fitness camps at different parts of the country because I was just absolutely immersed as a customer. You know, my friends and everybody around me was saying, what are you doing? You've had these great results. And I'm just talking up Beachbody and, and talking up the programs and really singing the praises because it was finally something was out there that truly worked. So this went on for... A couple more years, and then around November of 2006, I get a call from Carl Deichler, and he says, hey, um, we're starting this new thing, and it's called MDB. At that time, it was a million-dollar body. It later became what you know as Team Beach Body, 
but they invited me to come out and hear this pitch about this network marketing company. And Now, bear in mind, I'd been a cop for 12 years. All of my friends are saying, it's a pyramid scheme, it's a pyramid scheme. My own family's saying, it's a pyramid scheme. And I said, there's absolutely no way. I know these guys. I've used their products for years. This is a stand-up business. I know absolutely nothing about network marketing, but I'm going. I'm going to go check this out. So they brought us out to California. They pitched us on this stuff, and they're talking about downlines and and growing your team and and binary systems, which is way over my head. I had no idea what they were talking about, but I had that passion because I love to help people. I love to have an impact on people's lives with the products, and that was what drove me. So I signed up, and by the way, I maxed my last available credit card I had to put that $39.95 down to sign up as a coach. Um, and basically what happened at that founders meeting, there was 41 of us that came on as founders, and 11 of us were customers, and the rest were one and two percenters in multi-level marketing. So the way it was going to break down was we were going to teach the MLM people the philosophy and the heart behind Beachbody, and they were going to teach us how to work the business. So we immersed ourselves. I probably vomited more information onto people and talked more people out of joining my business than I talked into joining my business. We created all of the tools that have since evolved. We work very closely with corporate. Um, you know, fast forward a year into the business, and um, at that time, I think I was making on a part-time basis. By saying that, I'm working my shift at the police department from five at night to three in the morning, putting in about 20 hours a week working my beach body business. And in around a year, I was making about 50 grand on a part-time basis, which was not much less than I was making at the police department with 14 years on. So um, next thing I know, I get called up. Tony says, hey, we're doing this program called P90X um, Plus, and it had a different name at the time, which I can't recall off the top of my head, but they, they were toying with the names. He said, I want you and Tracy Moore to come out and do it. So we did that, and, and that was released. And in the meantime, still growing my business. Super, super passionate about what we're doing, what we stand for, uh, changing people's lives, beating the trend of obesity. Um, two years into the business, uh, I had finally broken um, the six-figure mark, just just over 100000 uh in earnings. And it, to me, honestly, you know, it wasn't about the money. I was First of all, I was blown away that I was seeing that kind of money from just doing something that I'm passionate about that I was really doing with people back in 2003, but now we're getting paid for it. And... Uh, not too long after that, about two and a half years into it, I decided that I was going to leave law enforcement because my passion was truly in the fitness industry, and that's what I did. So with that came the responsibilities and the fears that also come along with that of, you know, leaving a steady paycheck. But, uh, you know, what I've, what I've learned is that you have to be true to follow your passion. You can either spend your time building somebody else's dream and making it come true, or you can chase your own passion and your own dreams, and you can make your own realities come true and that still holds true today uh, for, for me as well as as well as Jeff and and uh, Jason too I mean they can tell you the same things this is this is a business that delivers what it promises but you have to be willing to put the work in and you have to put in the effort and you have to do it on the days you don't want to what I love about our business is it goes hand in hand with the fitness aspect because it takes the same things to be successful in this business as it takes for you to be successful in your fitness you have to show up and do it every day, even on the days you don't want to. You, you have to do the right activities that are going to bring you closer to your goals. Um, absolutely hand-in-hand, hand, the fitness and the business. Um, 
you know, my fitness has, has had some ebb and flow over the years. When we shot P90X Plus back in 2007, I was 173 pounds and about 3% body fat. And right now I'm walking around about 202 and uh, probably 10% body fat. Um, when I get done with Body Beast, I was walking around about 216. <laughs> and it was, you know, it's the cool thing with all of this is that, first of all, every one of our programs work. They come with very detailed eating guides. Um, so if your goals change, that's okay, and you need to understand that that's okay. The other thing is that if something's on the schedule for one of your workout programs and you decide, I'm feeling like doing X today, then by all means go do X. What's important is that you're moving your body and you're training hard and you're working with intensity six days a week. Five days with intensity, one day that's a recovery or stretch flexibility day. Um, and no matter where you are in this fitness journey, there is always a higher level to reach for. I was just, this evening before I got on this call, I have a, I have a cousin um, that I hadn't really had much contact with in a while. He's a second cousin, and uh, I just got done doing a challenge group, and, or I actually was just putting together my combat challenge group. And he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I'm interested in kind of doing something. I'm over 300 pounds now. My my health isn't really good. Uh, I've got a baby on the way, and he's, he's many years younger than I am. And I said, you know, you need to do something for you if you want to be around for that baby to be here. Talked him into doing the, the uh, combat challenge group. He lost 13 pounds, but and, and I don't know what his inches are. He had a belly that hung over his shorts, and to look at his day one, his day 30, and his day 60s, it absolutely blows my mind. He had to have lost at least 10 inches in his waist. And it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff that drives me. It's, it's really making a true impact on the better quality of people's lives. So if you're doing this business, and obviously I'm assuming everybody on this call is a coach, you're in this to help other people. And by helping other people, you're going to earn a paycheck and you're going to be rewarded for your efforts. I used to feel guilty about getting paid for what I did. And Carl told me this. He said, Mark, the more money you make in this business, that means the more lives of people you're changing, the more lives you've touched, the more lives you're helping to improve. And it's absolutely true. Go out every single day with a servant's heart, and before you open your mouth to talk to another person, have this thought in your head, what can I do to help this person reach their goals? Because that's what all of this is about. You're not being an icky salesperson if you're talking to people about things that are going to improve their lives. Ask those leading questions. You know, when you hear people talking about, I need to lose weight, I wish I could play with my kids, I wish I had more money, I need $500 to pay my kids' tuition. Those are the people that we have solutions for. So listen to those things, ask those leading questions, and then pair them up with the, uh, with the tools that are going to take them to where they want to go. That's kind, of my, that's kind of my ramble in a nutshell, Jeff. So if you have follow-up questions you'd like to ask, uh, you know, I'm happy to I'm happy to share anything I'm doing that that works for me. I'm also happy to share anything that I've done mistakes along the way to to help people from falling in those pitfalls uh, pitfalls too. Hey, Mark, this is Jason. Um, well, it's neat. I thought I knew everything there was to know about Mark Briggs, but that story um, about Tony Horan in the hotel and stuff like that was all new to me. So that's really cool that um, I'm learning a lot new about you as well. Uh, one thing that you left out was how you used to wear the. Uh, the MDB hat around, and people would give you some grief about that. Well, maybe you want to mention that. Yeah. Yeah, the MDB, um, I had guys at work that would bust my chops because 
my name is Mark David Briggs, so my initials are MDB, and they'd be like, man, what are you doing walking around with your initials on your hat? You think you're somebody cool or something? So it was just kind of it was just kind of ironic, and and I was very relieved when we changed it over to Team Beachbody, which is you know what I think it should have been all along, but evolution, wow. right, brother? It really, and yeah. it's really neat that we've been along this journey. Um, I wasn't there at the founders meeting, but I've seen you at all those first events out in Chicago. So definitely living a life, and it's an honor to have you. Um, so really, what I want to know now, and I alluded to this, I know you just finished with Beast. What are you still working on, Beast, or have you moved over to combat yourself? And, you know, what are the things that work best um, for you in terms of your business? Um, okay, well, those, those are kind of um, multifaceted, so I'll take, I'll take your fitness-related questions first. I got, I got done with Beast, and as you know, um, Beachbody called both you and I and said, hey, we want you guys for the Body Beast commercial. So what they basically told me was, please don't go into another program until we have a chance to get you out here on green screen and, and and do some filming because we want you big. But, you know, for me, um, Body Beast, quite honestly, was a program that I thought I was going to hate. I thought this was a complete step away from Beachbody's functional fitness. And, you know, it's bodybuilding. I'm thinking it's going to be this meathead program. But my closest friends were raving about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy it. If nothing else, I'm a coach. And as a coach, I think I need to at least dabble in all the programs that we have. So I, I bought Beast. I said, okay, I'm going to give this thing a week. I'm sure it's going to be on the shelf. I'm going to be going back to some, some one of Tony's programs. And I started doing this thing, and it took me back to when I was like 15 years old, and I first fell in love with lifting weights. And I absolutely loved the program. It blew me away. And after that first week, I said, okay, I'm doing 90 days of this. I'm going to lock in on the diet. I'm going to see if we can really do, if I can really do 20 pounds in 90 days. And I ended up at 18 pounds in 90 days. But for me, uh, you know, I, I've been involved in martial arts for the last 32 years um, in one form or another. And, you know, at, at 215, 216, I had great size. I was crazy strong, but I, I would prefer to have, you know, I like to have more of a balance between strength and speed. So uh, I did 30 days of Asylum 2 uh, right after Body Beast, which is, you want to talk about shocking your system, that's a good one there. And uh, and then I went right into combat after that, and, and unfortunately, uh, back in the beginning of February, I was doing some MMA training with the heavy bags, uh, doing ground and pound stuff, and I broke my right hand. So um, I'm still recovering from that. I got cleared to go back to, to doing upper body stuff on uh, on the 11th of this month. So I've been doing kind of a hybrid of doing legs with a weighted vest on because I can't hold anything in my hand doing the combat uh, cardio workouts, you know, the kickboxing workouts, and then throwing some core work in on top of that. So, um, which brings me to another point. If you're injured, not an excuse to not work out. If you've got something that's messed up in your upper body, you work your core and lower body. If you've got a bad knee, then you work your, your core in your upper body. You find a way to get your workouts in. You modify it. It may not be ideal, but you do what you got to do. Now, on the business aspect of it, um, I – one of the mistakes, I'm going to share a mistake here, and that was getting out of phase one. In other words, not following the three vital behaviors. And it's easy as you start to get up there uh, in the business to kind of start managing your business instead of actively being the example for your team to follow. That means inviting people to your challenge groups. It means conducting the follow-up. It means doing the personal development um, and really staying in phase one and recruiting. And, you know, I still recruit today. I um, a big part of my coaches come from my challenge groups. Um, 
it's it's really the easiest way to do it because it's really grassroots coaching. It is what coaching was all about when when uh, Jason and I were young in this business, and that's what brought us to it was helping other people. And it's it's the same today. Once people do the they get they get involved, they drink the Kool Aid, so to speak. They do the workouts, they become invested, and they they see that this works. It's no longer a selling point. You, you drink Shakeology, you feel better. It's not a selling point. It's something that you believe in, and then it's easy to tell people about it because you're getting results. And those are the people that you want to bring on as coaches, and that's that's what I still do today. Obviously, I focus on on training my team and really truly sponsoring people. And you know, it, it's great that Beachbody's evolved there too, because we, you know, a year ago, year and a half ago, we had people signing up just discount coaches because you had to have that requirement to make Success Club. And then, yet, what do you have with a discount coach? You have somebody that's really not ready to be a coach. They really don't have an interest in growing the business, and they don't put anything back into the business. And you're calling them every every week saying, hey, I need you to make a buy so that you'll be an active coach. And, you know, that's not what growing the business is all about. It's about bringing in the right people that want to work the business for the right reasons, and it's whatever their reasons are. You know, um, maybe it's to pay bills. Maybe it's whatever their motivation is. You have to keep them engaged. You have to get them trained, and you have to teach them how to do the business the right way. And that's what I try to do. And it's it's those three vital behaviors and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and teach your people to do the same because if you bring people on and you sponsor them the right way, they're going to mimic your behavior and their people are going to mimic their behavior and it's going to work deep, deep levels down. Very, very true. Um, I see a lot, you know, from stalking your Facebook that you're, you know, you're at the the gym a lot, sparring and stuff like that. Do you are you actually running a lot of like local challenge group or I mean uh, fit groups or fit clubs and is that a big part of the way that you meet your leads and stuff like that? You know we were doing uh, we did fit clubs for for quite a while here. At one time we had four local fit clubs and what we found is um, we had a lot of people that were coming to fit club but they were not necessarily uh, buying programs. They would just go to one fit club and then another one across town and another one across town and another one across town. So what we started doing was uh, live P90X classes and boot camp classes and, and uh, instructors in a couple of the different cities kind of broke out and, and that's what we started doing. So what's cool there is that we bring people in, uh, you know, on day one of a like a four-week boot camp, we're telling people, uh, these are the expectations. These are the things you need to bring. By the way, it's not just about moving your body and exercising. It's about putting the right kind of food in your body. That's why we recommend Shakeology. So we have people that are getting into Shakeology. We are doing the live you know, uh, accountability groups. We're basically doing a live challenge group with these people that we enroll that way. So, yeah, sure, we bring contacts in that way, and, it, and it's local contacts, which um, you know, it's kind of an added benefit because it's easier for you to stay in touch. Um, you know, with the people locally, um, I have I have good success keeping in touch with people too through through the um, through the Facebook challenge group pages too. But uh, you see, you know, when you see somebody face to face and you tell them, you know, I want you in here. Like we're we're going to have a two week break here. Uh, we finish a boot camp tomorrow, and we have a two week break before we start the next one. And I've told all of them in there, you know, I want you posting what you're doing. I want you posting your workouts. I want you posting your diet. And if you don't, I'm going to show up at your door and find out what you're doing. So it's uh it's an added incentive there. Well, awesome. You're being uh very cooperative and giving us all the secrets. So, um <laughs> and I, they're not really secrets, you're just doing three core three core base activities. No. Um but while I've got you going, 
where are you finding the source, you know, for the leads that you eventually put in the challenge groups? Um, and then I have one other question, too, and I think I'm done for you, so I'll get off my high horse here. Um, oh, it's, it's, it, this it's, is good, man. It, I'm all it, about sharing. Okay, awesome. Well, I appreciate that. that sometimes it's not um, as widespread as we would like in this company. So go ahead and ask that, answer that one, and I'll come back. Where are you finding, like, the leads that you put into the groups? Or are they all just Mark Brig fans at this point? No. Well, you know, quite honestly, it's – and this is something I run into. What do, you, what do you do when you run out of your warm market? You know, I've never been, I've never been a person. I've never bought leads from these companies that pre-sort and all that kind of stuff, and I know you're familiar with it from being in the business for a long time. But it, um, sure. that doesn't work for me. I'm a, I'm a fitness guy. At the end of the day, I am a fitness guy. And you know what? Every place you go, people need fitness and they need health. They need, uh, you know, healthy diet. I get leads from Walmart. I get leads from people I bump into at the movie theater or at the gas station or because I'm not afraid to start a conversation with anybody. Um, police officers, firefighters, um, you know, get get out in your community. And, that, and, you know, it's really kind of a training point because people are so uncomfortable about uh, breaking the ice with that. And, and again, it's not being a salesman. I, I don't walk up to people and say, hey, have you heard of P90X? Would you like to buy it from me? Obviously, nobody wants to be sold, but everybody wants to be served. A simple, hey, how you doing? How's your day going? The the, the girl that's buying the uh, the, the deli counter uh, where I where, at Walmart, you know, I'll 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 be walking in there, and she'll ask me what I want. You know, I'll take this these you know three pounds of chicken, and how's your day going? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. What kind of hours you work? I I think you're here every time that I'm in here. Oh, you know, I work these hours. Well, what do you do when you're off work? I mean, do you have anything, any kind of huddle? Well, you know, I've been trying to get in shape, and that's kind of how it takes off. I hear that. I, I want to get in shape, and there's there's my entry. There's my entrance into talking about what I do. Well, I do these things called challenge groups, and I kind of explain a little bit, and then I say, you know what, you're at work, and I know you're busy, but here's um here's my business card. It's got my contact information on it, but I, I'd really like to follow up with you. Is it okay if I get your email address? I'm going to send you some information. Is that okay? I've yet to have somebody tell me, no, that's not okay. And you do that any place that you are. You know, Once you're in the business for a long time, obviously you're, you're done going through your email list and your Facebook group list, and it's time to get out in the world and, and, uh, and see people, 3,500 3, people. So for people to say, well, there's just not enough people around, uh, an excuse. <laughs> there's people everywhere, and uh, it's, just, it's just overcoming that fear of, of talking to people. One of the quotes I stole from Robert Hudgens one time is, do the things you fear until you fear them no more. I adopted that, made it mine, and, you know, after you, after you spark a conversation 20, 30, 40 times, it's second nature, it's really easy, and you're smiling and you're genuine about what you're doing, and, you know, that's how we make friends. Wow, that's, uh, those are all gems there. I hope everybody caught that. If not, you know, go back and listen to the, the recordings. And really what he's saying is, you know, it doesn't have to go and buy the leads and, He's able to just do it um, from being out and about, and that the really leads me into the question. Um, and just so I have to say this too: I was kind of having a, a bad day. You know, I had a fight with a friend. I'm just in a bad mood. But after hearing him talk about, you know, just walking up to people and you know having a good day, it restores my faith in humanity a little bit. I know that's something that I do and have continued to do, um, you know, all throughout my career. One thing that I've kind of gotten away from, and this was the other question I had for you, is that uh, 
obviously you're super fit, so people notice is your fitness level, and, and that can help start conversations too. But are you big on wearing the logo gear anymore, and you still kind of like always wear a hat or yeah, a jacket you know, or I, when I you still, go out? I still do. I um, you know, I, I've got I, I probably got a hundred P90X or P90X2 T-shirts <laughs> and. You know, I wear those because they're the most recognized. And, and more recently, you know, I, I was walking around earlier today in a Body Beast T-shirt or Tony Horton Fitness or Tony Horton Kitchen or, you know, it, and it does. It's an easy conversation starter because people recognize it. There was one time a couple of years ago I was, like, I was on my way home from L.A. This was back when I was on the coach advisory board. I was literally, uh, my flight was delayed at LAX. I was sitting reading a book and I had my P90X T-shirt on and I had, over there I had I had six people approach and talk to me about it. <laughs> hey, P90X, does that really work? Yeah, it works. What would you like to know about it? And then, you know, again, I don't want to feed them too much information because I want to capture their lead information from them. You know, let me get your email address. I'll forward you a video that, you know, kind of highlights it, and that's what I do for a living. And they're like, oh, really? I mean, you know, it just it just kind of spins off into that. So I'm big on the logo wear. Yeah, you know, I don't wear it all the time. I wear a lot of MMA stuff, too. And and that sparks conversation because people will be like, oh, are you a fighter? Well, I'm, well, no, I'm pretty good at getting choked out and punched in the face. <laughs> I, not, my skill set's not too good, but let me tell you about some other stuff that I'm into. You know, so it's um, you know, you gotta you gotta keep it light and mix it up. But that, all of that stuff works. I mean, that's not just corporate beating a drum and saying, you know, go out and do this stuff. It's it's really about it's really about living the lifestyle. And like I said, it's about going out with a servant's heart. I absolutely love helping people you know it brings tears to my eyes i had a and i know i'm kind of going over here but i'll be brief as i can but i had a guy that i went through school with from kindergarten all the way through high school and um back my dad was sick back in 2009 and this guy got a hold of me because i was in my hometown and you know he reached out and come to find out he was um he was 300 pounds and he was a former professional wrestler is what he had gone into and he's on a sleep apnea monitor all these meds and while we're on the phone i'm talking to him and i got my website up i said man what's your address and he tells me he's like what do you need that for i said i'm sending you power 90 you're going to do the program and you're going to follow the instructions or i'm going to kick your ass and mm-hmm. he did it and then he did it again and then he did it again and then he did it again and this was early in 2009 in mid uh, 2010, I was back out to visit my mom. I was leading a class at a local dojo, and this guy walked up to me that I didn't recognize, and it was it was him. It was this guy I grew up with, and he, he gave me a hug, and he said, man, i got to tell you, you saved my life. Yeah. Mm. He said, I've lost 100 pounds since you got me that program. Wow. I'm off my medication. I, I feel good. I can keep up with life. And I can I can be a positive influence in my kids' life, and it literally it brought me to tears. You know, it was just that's what this is about. If you focus, don't focus on the money. Focus on the doing. Focus on the impact, and trust me, the money will come. That's the one thing I have to convey in this: is don't don't be money focused. Be people focused. Be servants heart focused, and everything else will fall into place. But you got to do the activities, and you got to do them every day, and that's what's going to pay off. If you treat it like a hobby, it's only ever going to be a hobby. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah, I can't say enough. Again, restore my faith in humanity, just really good information and the basics of the business, which is, you know, come from the heart. Um, you mentioned one thing, though. I'm really at the end of my questions, but you mentioned one thing that I think a lot of people on this call aren't familiar with or kind of inquisitive about, and, and you're one of the few people that's been um, in CAB and through CAB and served your whole time there. Um, 
Is there any, like, insight that you can give there um, or just kind of tell people what what CAB is, does and, you know, what it's all about? Sure. Uh, the Coach Advisory Board is a panel that is made up of coaches. That it, It's kind of like checks and balances. Um, you know, they meet with corporate a few times a year if there's any major changes. Because here's here's the truth of our business, okay? Corporate has an idea of how things should work, and then the people in the field who are doing the business have a different perspective. Obviously, the shoes that you wear determine what your perspective comes from. But Beachbody was was very wise. Carl is very, very passionate about the network, and he wants to do the things that are going to be mutually beneficial. They're not going to do anything that's going to hurt uh, the network side, but they also have to protect corporate's interests. So by forming the Coach Advisory Board, they get the best people from within the industry. It's a two-year term. And um, and basically, you get to voice your input. And I can tell you, the times that I was on there, there were some really, really heated cross-table discussions about some things that were sticking points or or growth points that were were difficult at the time. And um, you know, we got through them. But that's really what the cab does. What the cab is not is like, I have this gripe. I'm going to call this coach advisory board member, and they're going to take care of it. Because I mean, that's not what that's not what the cab does. Um, certainly, you can present complaints or issues because. Uh, you know, when I was in, I know Robert Hudgens is currently in. They want to know if there's something that's going on because then they can take that list in and say, okay, where are we with this problem? This is a problem that's come up. This is a problem that's come up. And they work together to find the solutions. But corporate is very, very pro-network side, taking care of us and then and doing everything we can to grow the company. Well, I know that helps. I think a lot of people are kind of confused of what that is. So that's a great little introduction. Um, that's really all I have. Um, maybe some time to open it up for other questions. Uh, again, such an honor and such sure. a great person uh, to have on the call, and just you know, your humanity is amazing. Well, I guess one more question. Uh, I know that Tony's got another secret program in the works. That you know, if you win this next uh, team challenge cup, you'll be on the filming of that. Have you heard anything about that? You know, excuse me. No, I. I I know that uh, I've seen the same thing that you have. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be for P90X3, which um, is in development. Um, from from what I've uh, personally seen, I, I I had the honor when actually we were out doing the Body Beast commercial. I helped Tony put a couple of those together. Um, it's going to be off the chain. You know, for people that complained about the long warm ups from P90X2, those are going to be gone. Um, but you know, it's it's. Um, it's it's going to be awesome. You know, Tony is he's an amazing person. He's always pushing forward. He's a guy that lives lives fitness, loves fitness, and he's always finding new innovative up with things to come up with. So, as far as what they're going to be filming, I don't know if it's going to be something from X3 or if it's another side project that he hasn't told me about. You know, he's he's so busy, quite honestly. It's I have a hard time keeping up with him and, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of times that it's days before I get an email response or a or a return phone call. So, um, you know, he's busy, I'm busy too, but maybe I can bend his ear and see if I can get some insider stuff out of him. <laughs> wow, no, that's awesome. It's even more scoop than I had, had hoped to get, so <laughs> that's great news. Yeah, I don't want to monopolize all your time. I know we had intended this call to only go a half an hour, but when you get a leader like Mark on the phone, you want to, you know, use everything you can uh, from that opportunity. So, yeah, Jeff, if you have anything or you just want to open up the lines Yep, we're going to open up the lines here because I know there's a few people that probably have some questions here. So let me open up the lines. Hold on one second, gang. Gang, we got 
We got the opportunity to ask some questions here, so I'm going to encourage you guys to take advantage. Um, speaking with Mr. Mark Briggs, anybody have any questions? Always that first person, Mark. Fitness or business, whatever you want to ask about. Hey, Mark, this is Lance Wyatt. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing, Lance? Good. I'm just curious what your um, what your diet's like. What's the day in the life when it, when it comes um, down to uh, your nutrition? You know, that's a great question because that's changed a bit over the years too. There was a period of time for about two years I was um, I was vegetarian, then I went full vegan for about a year, and now I'm back to eating tasty animals again. So, <laughs> um, you know, I I would say my diet is clean. I I don't eat I don't eat junk food. Um, at all you know I, I what I do is I take healthy things and I find ways of making it taste good yeah. um, and you know I'll I will splurge every now and again I'll have a I'll have a big slab of steak or um, like a couple of weeks ago I sat down and ate a pizza and um, you know I had like six pieces of pizza and it was just awesome and then I felt like I got hit by a truck about 20 minutes after that so <laughs> but uh, you know, on the on the whole, I would say 99% of the time it's fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean, pro, lean proteins, and healthy fats. It's just um, at, at this point to me, it's kind of just become part of my lifestyle, so I don't really crave that stuff. Um, you know, I am at the point where if I'm at a, a you know a birthday party or something, I'll have maybe a small piece of cake, um, which I didn't do a couple years ago. But you know, I'm I'm in my mid 40s now and. Uh, the ride doesn't last forever, and you got to take time to savor the things that you uh, that you want to have. You just don't go overboard with them. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Thanks for breaking the ice, Lance. We got some more questions, gang. Yeah, this is Mike Christian. I got a question for you. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. You give uh, one tip to. Uh, New coach you got started, what would it be? One tip. Um, I would have to say challenge groups. Um, and, I'll, and I'll elaborate on that just a little bit. Obviously, you have to be able to walk before you can run. Um, myself, personally, when I bring a new coach into the business, I want to at least get them a paycheck to cover what their initial investment is. So, um I plug them into that training that is going to get them started on their challenge group first, uh, which is the three-part series that's in the online office. And then once they've watched that so they have an understanding about that, I'm going to help them make their list. I'll help them break the ice with things to say. You know, the, the five-part invite is great, but they need to put that so it's in their own words, and I'll help them craft that. And then uh, move, moving forward from there. But the other thing, and, and I know you asked for one thing, but there's – there's so many things. It's 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 persistent, consistent belief. Um, you know, there's going to be days when you're a new coach that you can feel overwhelmed, and uh, you know it, it's important to understand that these are all growing pains that everybody has. Whenever you whenever you start any new job, you don't know the job until you've been doing it for a while, and this is kind of the same thing. So, um, but plug into the challenge groups, teach them how to do the challenge groups, and, and this is again the sponsor teaching their new coach how to do that, and stay in constant contact with your sponsor because they're the ones that are going to walk you through this whole process. And should you have a relatively new sponsor, get a hold of your diamond, get a hold of your star diamond. That's what we're here for. And that's, you know, I work with people that are cross line. I work with some people that are 10, 20 levels deep and it's just, 
you know, we're all in this business together. You're you're never alone. So those are, that's more than one thing, but <laughs> oh, that was it all ties awesome. in together. You said the five parts to teach your new people to do the the emails that we were talking about to email people the the five step process. And yeah, I, I want them to be I want them to understand how that five part invite works. But what I don't want them to do is I don't want them to take the language specifically how how Tommy wrote it because that's the way Tommy talks. I want them to talk how they talk and make kind of adopt a version and make it their own. And for each step of that, you know, obviously you write that first email, save that, and, and put it in a folder like Beachbody emails and label it as five-step invite letter number one. But it's got to be in your own language. And, and sometimes you have to tweak it, but walk them through that. You know, as the sponsor, you need to walk them through that and you need to encourage them. You know, it's not just, okay, watch these videos. Here's the five-part invite. Go do it. I mean, you really have to walk them through each step of that as their sponsor. And once they see that it works, they're going to get really comfortable doing it. Um, and, you know, when they're doing their first challenge, it's not a bad idea for you to be a member so you can kind of ghost what they're doing and help them along the way so you can see, so they can kind of learn. Hopefully there's somebody that's come from one of your challenge groups so they'll have a much better feel, but that's not always the case for people coming into it. Awesome. Thank Sorry for you. the long answer to the short question. but No, that was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any more hey, questions, Mark, gang? Tim. I was going to say, uh, hey, Mark, this is Tim. Uh, yeah, I have a question about what what's you what have you been reading for personal development, and what you know what's kind of your your favorite way to to kind of go into it. I know there's some books on you know leadership and uh, you know working on your time and those sort of things. So, what, what's been your favorite you know read for personal development? Yeah, I like one called Tell to Win. Um, another one's The Influencer. But I also read personal development stuff that's about the fitness. You know, I'm reading a book uh, right now called The Diet Doc's Guide to Permanent Weight Loss, which is, uh, you know, it's basically an approach that focuses on instead of keying into total caloric intake, you're keying into macronutrient amounts. So you're focusing on carbohydrates, proteins, and fats as opposed to a total number of calories. Um the mentor leader is another great one. Um, and the other thing, too, and one of the things I point out to my new coaches, we have that success tab that you can click on and that is full of reading, it's full of videos, it's full of audio. So you don't necessarily even have to rush out and buy a book. There's a lot of really good things in there. Uh, Eat That Frog is another one. Basically, it's anything that you can fill your mind with uh, that's going to make you a better person. It's it's not necessarily just about learning the network marketing business, but it's about making you a better human being. Um, if you put positive in, then only positive is going to come out. And the more things that you're versed in, obviously, the better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Thank you. You bet. Question. Question. Got some more questions out there, gang? Hey, Mark, this is John Walls. Hey, John, how you doing? All right. Just had a question uh, about challenge groups. What would you, what do you do if uh, you start to get a quiet challenge group? Well, that hasn't happened. Um, that hasn't happened so far for me. Um, because one of the things that I do when I when I bring people into a challenge group, I let them know up front what the expectations are for the challenge group. I want them to be involved. I want them to be engaged. Um, 
typically the week before I kick off a challenge, I am uh, going to um, kind of open it up and say, hey, you know, I'd like everybody to introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about you, you know, how did you find Beachbody, what are your goals with uh, with doing Beachbody, and, and, I, and then I will go ahead and lead by my own example, and I'll say a little, I'll tell people a little bit about my background, and then that opens it up. So if you lead by example, that means you're logging in there and you're posting your accountability first, and then you're going through. And, and if for some reason you don't hear from somebody, reach out to them, because, you know, people have busy lives and it's easy to miss a day or, or two here and there. Um, but it's keeping people engaged. It's also making use of those videos. You know, post a new video. From, you know, if you're doing a combat challenge group, each week you've got those videos you can post. Post content in there. Post things that are going to make people curious and interested. If you post a question and you have some kind of a photo attached, statistics have shown you're going to get better feedback or input. You know, if there's something in the workout that you've struggled with, share that. What is it that you struggle with in this workout? What's your favorite move in this workout? So ask engaging questions, and it'll get people involved and keep them more involved. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good questions, guys. Keep them coming. We got some more? Going one? I'll ask one more. So all the challenge groups that you run, then I'm assuming you're doing the 5 to 10 with all doing the same program. You don't have any, like, um, uh, like I run some called living group. It would be kind of a mutt group of different pe different programs, a bunch of people doing it. Um, if I can't find, like, five people that can do the same program at the same time. Do you do anything like that, or are they all the same? Um, most of the time I try and plug people into the same group. Um, you know, for the same workout. Not always. I've done groups, and this is this is where it's kind of different too. I've opened up groups where I will allow multiple coaches and their customers to take part in it. Um, I have one group that, um, you know, it, it was just a general challenge group, and people posted their accountability daily, and I think we had 400 people in that group. Um, I've got an. I'm I'm actually starting a group on April 1st. That's going to be. Uh, I'm doing a hybrid of. P90X Plus, P90X2 in combat. Uh, I'm working on putting the schedule together, but I'm opening it up. So anybody that is doing combat, anybody that is doing just P90X2, or anybody that wants to do P90X Plus, they can all jump in. And that's coaches and customers alike. And one of the things I'm really tight on monitoring is, is uh, respecting boundaries. And that means if somebody's got a customer in there and somebody else is, I get wind that somebody's trying to poach, they're gone. Uh, I, I, and I've never had that happen. People have always been very respectful. But I let the again, I establish those rules up front and let people know this is about helping people. This is about answering questions. And you know, once you get a couple weeks into it, it just takes off and and uh, and it runs itself. So, good questions. Though I, I'm I'm certainly not opposed to running multiple groups. And I'll tell you the reason for that too is that. You know, say you've got somebody that's doing P90X and you've got somebody else that's doing Insanity, they're both talking about their results and what they're doing, and you can get cross-interest. So you've got the P90X people who say, hey, I'm going to try Insanity when I get done with P90X because that sounds like a fun program. You know, so you keep it going. Right. One tip I'll give everybody in here on your challenge groups, if you're doing a 90-day group on day 60, start talking to them about what is your next program going to be because I want them to have purchased that program and I want it in their house so when they get done, on Saturday afternoon with 
whatever our 90-day group was on Monday, they're starting that next one, and I'm either going to put them in what I call a graduate group or I can plug them right into whatever that program group is going to be. So a graduate group is basically a giant room with people that have done one of your challenge groups. Maybe they're not ready to become a coach, but they still want that accountability. Then you plug those guys all in together, and uh, they build friendships. But you're also in there nurturing that coach and customer relationship the whole time. Make sense? Yeah. And there's different hey, philosophies, too. I mean, you'll talk to different coaches. Yeah, go ahead. I'm changing the subject, though. Um, but if you have coaches, this is Jenny Lamb, if you have coaches who are inactive and you keep reaching out to them and then they don't respond, at what point do you give up on them? I mean, do you want them to go ahead and quit? Do you want them to just be in limbo and still pay their monthly fees? What What do you do with them? I that mean, they don't respond. That is, a great, that is a great question. I have an email that I send out called the Wednesday check-in. It goes out every Wednesday to every one of my coaches, whether they're active or inactive. And it just basically says in there, these are the requirements for active status for each of the different ranks. Conference uh, muted. And then I say, you know, I'm always happy to help you grow your business in any way that I can. I'm here for you. I never write anybody off. And the reason for that is because um, I've had coaches that sat literally doing nothing for two years and then all of a sudden decided they wanted to do it. You know, I send out the Wednesday check-in, and ten minutes later I've got an email from this coach that says, hey, you know, I haven't been doing anything in this. I've been busy with my full-time job. I've just been coasting, but I, I see your emails, and I've decided now is the time for me to do this. So I never write anybody off. I don't try to push people towards the door. You know, if they want to quit, typically what happens is their card expires, and they eventually get terminated and they're gone. And you know, but everybody gets that Wednesday check-in. So if you're not doing a, a letter similar to that, I would encourage you to do that. Um, and I don't, I don't really care about people being on this team or that team. If, if anything I've talked about on this call is something you want more information on, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'll send you any of the documents that I use on a regular basis, and you can chop them up and make them your own. Um, this is about all of us helping each other. We are a team, Beachbody. We are not one person. We are not one uh, specialized team here and one specialized team here. So, um, you know, that, 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 that's just kind of my approach to, to how I work all of this. So anything I can do to help any of you, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I'm on Facebook, and, and you can get all my contacts through there. You can visit my website, markbriggsfitness.com, and all my contact information on, is on there as well. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Mark, where are you finding, this is Jeff, where, where are you finding the next group of challengers for your groups? I mean, what is the, what is the, the practice for Mark no, Briggs on, right now. Get out. on a monthly basis to find more people? Um, like I said, I, I, I'm out locally meeting people. I'm traveling constantly, uh, you know, airports. Um, Conference I muted. Large team. I have a pretty large team out in Massachusetts, so anytime I'm out there, I'm in I'm in contact with people. When I'm whenever I'm traveling, I'm talking to people. You know, we we were talking at the beginning of this call. I bought a motorhome. I'm going to be traveling to Arizona. I'll be out there for three weeks. Uh, you know, anywhere I go, stopping to get gas, I I talk to people, and uh, you know that's what it's about. Every day, you want to try and add at least one name to your list, and you keep that list going. And you got to get you got to get their contact information so you can follow up. But that's 
that's where I find people. I mean, it's not, you know, I've, I've pretty much exhausted my warm market having been in this for, you know, seven years now. It's, um, so it, it's the same as everybody else. You just, you run out of those names, then you meet new people every day. Hopefully you're getting out and, uh, and, uh, not living in a, in a, in a cave and, and you have contact with other people, but don't be afraid to reach out by, out of your comfort zone because as we all know and i you know jason and jeff will tell everybody on this call success lies two to to five steps outside of your comfort zone if you're comfortable in your fitness or you're comfortable in your business then you're not working Uh, there's always a higher level in in both of them and you've got to get outside your comfort zone and and do the things that it requires to to obtain growth so true so true awesome Sorry to keep muting and unmuting. We're getting some background noise. But, gang, is there any other questions from Mark Briggs? I just had one question on why you're muted there or whatever. Um, he mentioned his Wednesday check-in, but there was some noise. I didn't really hear what you put in there, Mark. Can you kind of repeat just what you used the Wednesday check-in email for? Sure. My Wednesday check-in, it's like that last-ditch effort. Hopefully on Thursday when you get your – your uh, paycheck report and you see who your projected and active coaches are, you're starting to make those phone calls. But uh, with the Wednesday check-in, it's that last ditch and it says, you know, our pay period ends tonight at, uh, at midnight Eastern and this is, this is what is required for you to have active status as a coach, as an Emerald coach, a Ruby, a Diamond, a Star Diamond. Um, stay plugged into our team calls. These are the nights they take place. Stay plugged into the weekly uh, national wake-up call. This is the time and, and place. If you've missed it, this is the place to find information on the website where you can listen to those calls. And then I ended out saying, no matter where you are in this business, my job and, and my desire is to help you in any way that I can in growing your business. I'm here for you all the time. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. And that's kind of how I end that email. And I send that out every Wednesday to every coach that I have. In fact, I've started adding um, downline coaches as well because what you're going to find sometimes is that you'll have a coach that says that they're doing the things and that they're sending out your information when in fact you'll call three levels down and they have no idea who you are they've never received a thing from you and they haven't heard from any of their upline sponsors it's an sure. unfortunate thing but it happens so those people are part of your business they're part of your responsibility so don't hesitate to put them on a mailing list if they want to contact you and say take me off your mailing list then do it but you know, that's that's the way that you can ensure that you run your business and you take care of your business is by reaching down deep. And I know that's off the beating path from the question, but I thought it was important to mention. Yeah, no, it's great. Well, very good. Um, I mean, it might not be appropriate for every people, every person in this call, but long term, you know, uh, you're still giving and open and everything. How do you handle with being overloaded or? How do you manage your hours or something so that you're not swamped all the time? Yeah, time management is key. Um, And that was something, you know, I I reached a point where I was completely burnt out. And this is back, you know, when uh, Craig Holiday was still in business and and he first started mentoring me was uh, he had me look at my calendar and I actually had to start scheduling downtime because I would get up at 6.30 in the morning and I'd work the business and, and, you know, I'd do my workouts, but it would be midnight and I was neglecting my family time and I was neglecting going to my kids' games and and doing those types of things because I was so focused on doing business. Um, You have to work off a calendar. And, you know, the smartphones are great because you can 
I plug in calls. Like when Jeff hit me up to do this call, I checked my calendar. I had the open time. Uh, you know, I love you guys, and I'll do anything for you. you know, we tried to schedule this before, and it just didn't work out with conflicts, and I wanted to make sure that we were in here. So you have to block your time, but you have to block your downtime. If you're supposed to be at your kid's soccer game or your kid's basketball game, stay off your damn iPhone. Leave it in your car. Shut it off. Be where you're supposed to be. Uh, because those emails will wait, and the people that you are doing calls for or your team need to understand that your time is just as valuable as their time, and they'll respect that because, I mean, you have to do that. I schedule in my in my iPhone, I will put in time to answer Facebook emails, then I'll answer my Hotmail emails, and then I will uh, get on and check for uh, my website feedback. And, those, and during those times, I'm not on there uh, – playing Mafia or Farmville or any other crap that can distract you from actually doing work, do what you set that time aside to. Most of the most of the coaches in this business are doing it part-time, so your time is even more valuable, and you have less time to, uh, to be distracted. So if you're doing this business one hour a night, say you're working from 6 to 7, block it. Just like if you if you have a meeting at your full-time job, you need to treat it with that same level of respect. If you're going to work your business from 6 to 7 at night, then that's what you're doing. Line out your activities. Make to-do lists and, and check them off. Every, every night I make a to-do list for the next day. And if I don't get through that entire list the next day, I mark off the things as I do them. But if something like today's list, I have three or four items that did not get done today, they go to the top for tomorrow. And so those are going to be the first ones you have to prioritize. Um, and that's that, that's huge. You have to have time management. Uh, that would be good personal development for anybody and everybody is picking up something on the topic of time management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we just went to this time management class from Franklin Company for all the um, elite coaches, and, you know, Mark just kind of summed it up there in, in a minute, so he's really on track with what you have to do, and yeah, I say it's off for all the superstar diamond coaches or whatever, but, you know, if you have a part-time job and a, doing this and a full-time job and a family, like, you have the same stresses that we do, too. So it starts with doing your calendar right off the bat right now. Yeah, I love the fact that Mark just reiterated something that I tell every one of my coaches, and that's creating uh, a prioritized list for the next day. It's like my roadmap, Mark, and I single-handedly keep Post-it notes in business because that's what I do. You know, every single night before I go to bed, I'm writing anywhere from two to five things down for the next day. And you just reiterated something that, that I go through with my coaches, and, and I actually just done a call on that with another one of our downline teams uh, last week. So um, I appreciate that candor because that's the same thing I'm practicing too. so important to have a roadmap and a idea of what, what you're going to do the next day. Otherwise, you're just kind of floating in the wind. Good stuff, good 100% stuff. 100% accurate there, and I wish I knew that sooner. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. it would have been a lot easier. Yes, it wouldn't have been? You know, you impart, and part of coaching is helping helping your people avoid the mistakes that you make along the way. And, you know, this, this, this is all real. I mean, when you're coaching people, don't paint some rosy, nonsensical picture. You, you've got to keep it real. You've got to keep expectations real. Um, you know, there's going to be disappointments. There's going to be triumphs, but... You need to reassure your team we're in this together. Your your victory is my victory. Your struggle is my struggle. And, uh, you know, we get through it all together, and that's really what Team Beachbody is all about. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, gang, well, speaking, of, speaking of time management, go ahead. Go ahead. I got Jason. one more. Uh, yeah, Mark touched a good point. You know, success really only comes when you're two or three steps outside of your comfort zone. And, you know, this is, a, I think, a, a question, you know, when you bring up Craig Holiday and, and some of these other people that have come and gone, you know, what's that feel like to you? Um, so in particular on this team, and, again, this is outside of my comfort zone, uh, you're welcome to step away from this one if you want. But in this team in particular, we've actually lost our founding coach, you know, and that's a common mutual friend um, from both of us. And I'm just wondering uh, what opinions, if anything, that you have on that. It's something, you know, I'd like to talk to Carl about and ask him some of those questions. Uh, but what about the change in the PMP for uh, multiple businesses and, and about a common friend that we've lost? Um. I'm, I'm going to give you the no BS. This, this is me talking, and, and uh, you know this was something that was not popular in my law enforcement job because if it smelled like poop, I said it was poop, and and I'm going to say the same <laughs> thing here. Um, you know, I, I love Aaron like a brother. Uh, I love Craig Holiday. Uh, I love Larry Zimberg. Uh, corporate put these guys in front of us, said build relationships with them. These guys know what they're doing. Um, you know, Beachbody chose not to keep them and they went on uh, as entrepreneurs and did what entrepreneurs do and people followed them. Um, as, as long as I don't have coaches uh, that are selling kids to Jerry Sandusky, um, you know, amen and power to you. As long as you're working in ethical business, my, my team, my coaches, the people that I'm involved in business with are my friends. And, and why I would not want to see my friends be successful in an ethical business makes no sense to me. Um, you know, sh- sure, it's, it's hard when your friends leave the business that you're working, but I ultimately want to see them happy. I want to see them follow their dreams. I want to see them pay all their bills and do whatever their heart's leading them to do. Um, that, that's, that's how I feel from the heart. As far as the policy change goes, you know, um, are we going to start hunting down the people that have been working Mary Kay for 15 years uh, and tell them that they, you know, your spouse is working Mary Kay and can't do that anymore? You know, I I don't know. I don't know how that's going to shake out. I think it's a stretch to say that, um, you know, we're going to police you through your social media outlets and put the clamps on you because you're working another MLM. I don't see, see, I don't see how that's going to hold up, but, you know, I'm not a lawyer and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, and I'm probably saying <laughs> things that might get me in trouble tomorrow with Beachbody. But, you know, I, oh, I, no. I'm speaking from the heart, and I'm saying what I really think. And, you know, uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I do. Um, well, no problem. I will never that's sell my soul in- for a buck. Yeah, no, that's so, great info, and I really appreciate your feedback. You know, like I said, you're a founder, and uh, he was one of the founders for this team, and so there's a lot of questions that have come up around it. But, uh, you know, answering it straight on like that I think is very appropriate, so I appreciate your feedback. Yeah, you know, I hope to see Aaron when I'm out in Arizona the next three weeks. Uh, we couldn't connect last time I was out there, but he's he's my friend. He's my friend first and foremost, and it doesn't matter what business he's working in as long as it's ethical, and, and, and it is. So take that oh, very good. If you've got people that are leaving your team to go do other things, support them you know they're 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 your friends that that shouldn't change because of a business it just shouldn't all right i agree until something becomes unethical or anything like that you know 
friends first and you support your friends. If, if there's a lapse in character somewhere along the line, then, you know, you have to deal with that separately. But until that point. Absolutely. Exactly. Jeff, anything else? Cool. No, I uh, I want to respect Mark's time, get him back to his family. Um, anything else we have? Any, any other last questions, gang? Hey, Jeff, this is Alfonso. I just had a question for Mark. Uh, I know he said he talked to people about uh, meeting them in gas stations and stuff. What approach do you take with a stranger? Uh, I guess that will be my question. I mean, do you do the wear and share? I know they say don't throw up a beach body on somebody right away. But how do you connect? Yeah. No, I. you know, I, I start the same way. Hey, how are you today? Nice weather we're having. Good morning. Good to see you. How are you? And it, and it and it just evolves. It depends if you know if we're standing next to each other pumping gas. I I drive an expedition that drinks gas like it's going out of style, and it takes me like 15 minutes to fill my truck. So I have plenty of time to talk to people. So you know it, it's just uh, you know see see where it leads. You know and and the wear and sh- the wear and share helps because if I'm if I'm doing that and the, the other thing is learning to talk to people and and asking questions and then closing your mouth. Add, we we would in law enforcement we'd say throw in the pause, which means, uh, you know, how are you doing today? And then close your mouth and listen. And if you pause when you're having a conversation with somebody, and you can try hey, to switch you your pause when you get off the call. Just start talking to them, ask them a question, and don't just wait, just wait for them to answer it. And they're going to answer it. Um, and strangers are the, strangers are the same way. They may be less likely to open up. And you know what? If you get somebody that's just completely and you'll get the feel for the people that have want to have nothing to do with you. Maybe they're having a bad day. Just leave them alone, and then the the word is next. Next opportunity will come up somewhere down the road in in the, in, the, in that day, and that's okay. And don't be afraid when people tell you no. Yeah, you know, talking good, about Larry uh, Zimberg a second ago. I've I've got to share this one real quick. You know, Larry Zimberg please. used to have this great analogy. He'd say, you know. You have to look at this business and understand that people are going to say no. If if some guy walked into a coffee shop and the waitress came up and said, would you like to have a cup of coffee, and you say no, she didn't run off screaming and say, oh, my God, this business doesn't work, right? <laughs> she just goes on to the next customer. It's, just, it's the same way with, with what we do. It really is. Yeah, I know you've done Alfonso. a lot of Hans? Yeah. Is that at all, or is it still kind of cloudy? Yeah, and I, I guess what I was trying to look for was uh, the the point where you get there, like you said, uh, add, a, add that contact to your list. I mean, where, where does that transition come with, you know, because it could be like, hello, how are you, and then where does it lead to, you know, yeah. getting that information so you can have them in the contact and eventually, you know, make that two-minute uh, or five-minute, you know, conversation, and then you go your separate ways, but to be able to reach, you know, again, that same person. Yeah. You know, it's going to come into that. The conversation is going to branch into, you know, a lot of times, what do you do for a living? And then they'll tell you, they'll tell you, and you'll tell them, and you say, well, are you doing any kind of a workout right now? A lot of times, people say, well, no, but I, I, w- I wish I was. Well, you know, I realize we're pumping gas. This is what I do for a living. I would love to help you find a, a workout program that would fit into your life. Let me just get your email address, and I'll send you some information. Um, I got away from handwriting things down. I put everything in notes in my iPhone. So if you've got a smartphone, just break out your smartphone and say, hey, I'll give you my, this is my name and 
I'm going to send you an email later. It'll have a video that has some trailers for some workout programs. I'll help you narrow it down and help you select what's going to work for you. Thank That's you. Great feedback. And I, I just want to add to that. And you're, and you're going to stumble and you're going to fall and you're going to fail sometimes and understand that that's all part of the learning process. It's just kind of developing your own comfort zone for work, works for you for what your approach is going to be to break the ice. Yeah, that's great feedback, and I just want to add to that. Um, I know Mark's done a lot of personal development, too, and it sounds like maybe he's done it. But, um, I want to recommend uh, Danny Johnson for, you know, both uh, when you're meeting strangers. Um, she's got a real good process that she uh, breaks down to the acronym form, family, occupation, and recreation. You ask those questions first, and then and only then do you have a message or, you know, ask for a lead. Um, but that works really well, and you know, she's also got methods where you can do the buying leads and stuff like that. And, and Mark said he's straight away from that route, but um, that's other, also another option. And if, and if anybody goes to that website, dannyjohnson.com, she gives away a free book. So if you need personal development reading, you know, there's another uh, free good option. So she's kind of hitting all three sources. Is that something you've ever done, uh, the Danny Johnson stuff, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I have. And the great thing about form, too, is, you're attaching emotion, um, tying into something that they're passionate about. And that's really what it's about anyways, whether it's fitness or whatever it is that's prompting people to make a change, it's usually caused by some significant event in their life. So when when you tie in and you show an interest in the family uh, and, and what they are and, and who they are and what they stand for, that's what connects people. You have to have an emotional connection. Right. When you ask those questions, how's your family doing? You know, what do you do for fun and what's your job like? They're, ultimately, they give you your why. That comes out in those three questions, and that's why I think it's so powerful. And that's really what Mark's saying here over and over. Just says hi to somebody and then, you know, ask them about their life and their day. And ultimately, there's always going to be an opportunity to talk about fitness or your business or your career, and that's when you can ask for a contact or a lead. The other suggestion I'll make for everybody is come up with your elevator story. And that is if you were on the 10th floor and you're riding down to the ground level with somebody, being able to kind of talk about when they ask you what you do, it's, and, and it's three parts. It's how did you find Beachbody? And this is what you ask of yourself. How did you find Beachbody? What has it done in your life? And where are you going with it? And then you condense that down to where you can recite it clearly in 25 or 30 seconds. So can you repeat that again so I can put it on the note? Yeah. It's how did you hear about Beachbody or how did you find Beachbody? What has Beachbody done? And where are you going with Beachbody? And then you condense that down to about a 25-second version. And practice it in front of a mirror. I know it sounds silly, and you'll laugh at yourself. I, I, I still do. <laughs> right. I just thought the last when you relate that to people. Just thought at the last leadership event. I know Mark's on a, um, I think the same team with Jimmy Nelson. They recommended that everybody do their two-minute speech, get it down to 30 seconds, and then film it and put it on a team page. And he said that was something that was really empowering for everybody is to get that story down pat and you know, actually see yourself do it on video, and you can kind of laugh at each other, but also see what works really well. And 
and then can uh, relay that information to everybody else you meet. And the other thing is, no matter where you are in the business, whether you're day one or you've been doing it for seven years, you have a story. It's just developing that and extracting that information. You have a story. Well, guys, a half an hour call has already gone an hour and 15 minutes, and I know uh, Mark probably only scheduled a half an hour. I'm glad everybody got a chance to answer any questions, but if you don't have anything else pressing, uh, we should give everybody some of their time back, eh, Jeff? I agree, man. I want to give Mark back time with his his, uh, his family there. Mark, thank you so much for joining. Um, the same way about you, and I can you, you continue to be uh, someone that I, I mentor my business off of and someone I want to be um, more like every single day. So we really appreciate it. It's been an honor to have you on the call tonight, buddy. Well, guys, honestly, thanks for having me. It has been my true honor. And um, any anytime I can do anything for you guys, anybody on your team, I'm I'm happy to help. That's what I want to do. Well, we appreciate that. You know, the me and Pac will be right there for you too for any calls or anything that you want to do. Yeah, I'll be hitting you up very soon. Good, good. Do that. Thanks everybody for joining. I will. We will definitely be back next week, um, and we'll have some more information. So look for that coming. We're working on a couple things for you, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Mark. Thanks everyone for joining. Yes. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.